Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Fart. Uh, this is, I don't know, the fourth day I've done this, and I wanted to um, address why I was gone for a couple days, for anyone who cares. Probably don't, but point is, as I was away, because I was just finishing up some stuff with my job, and um, I wanted to, you know, take a, take a break, recollect. Um, I have a week off now before I start my next job and school, so uh, yeah, no, I, I took some time off, and I also was waiting on a bit of information that recently got released, I b believe this got released today, so um, anyway, today, today we're going to talk about movies, and uh, we're going to talk specifically about how the movie industry has adapted or been forced to change in light of COVID-19. And I want to start kind of a mini-series on this and, and looking and doing some sort of deep dive just to compare um, compare uh, how things have been going between last year in a typical year and then this year where things were shut down for an extended amount of time. And... Um, yeah, so actually the, the document I was waiting on was the um, second quarter 2020 press release from uh, Cineplex. And I decided to use Cineplex uh, because I'm in, I live in Canada and Cineplex has the big movie chain around here. Uh, they own a lot of the theaters and own and operate them. So for me, that, that kind of resonated with me. Uh, but I assure you that these numbers probably carry across um, and likely are worse in the States. Um, because we have actually started to ease restrictions and open up as of the time of like this recording. Um, anyway, so I'm really excited about this. So I actually really enjoy going to the theater and watching movies. I love the experience of it. I think it's, I think it's one of those things that, um, you can have a very nice setup at home, but there's something about, going to a theater complaining about the overpriced food still buying it getting to your seat you know like sitting down with a group of friends and you know, maybe you had dinner earlier right like there's something really cool about that and um yeah so so i'm i'm gonna start off oh, there's a cat in the background there's bean um so i'm gonna start off and i'm gonna talk a little bit about some early events that happened on uh in the COVID-19 pandemic and it actually happened in March I think um oh no in April okay so uh and basically this this headline came out um and the first place I saw it was The Verge um and it said that AMC theaters will no longer play Universal movies after uh Trolls World Tour uh tours on demand success that's the name of the article if you want to go look it up um essentially um because movies were still made and just not being released in theaters because theaters were closed um universal decided that they would go for a direct to consumer on demand style viewing and um this is very interesting because it cut out the middleman and of course the middleman reacted reacted by saying that they you know 
that there is no longer movies, um, no longer universal movies going to be played in theaters, uh, because, you know, they said, because they got cut out, they're going to retaliate and try to use whatever leverage they can to regain some sort of negotiation position in this, uh, you know, to hopefully get them back because ultimately you don't want to lose Universal Studios. They make a lot of movies. Um, yeah, so anyway, fast forward, uh, July 29th, um, which is, is seems a lot longer ago than it was. Um, they basically renegotiated AMC and Universal, renegoti- renegotiated um, some deals and some contracts to um, reduce the theatrical window for films to allow for um, Universal to release movies earlier uh, on DVD to be, you know, or DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, uh, or on streaming platforms. Um, And it got reduced to 17 days. So as someone who's not a business strong person. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm an, en- I'm an engineering student. So for me, this, this, I, I don't have a business mindset when it comes to this, but logically this shows me that universal had all the cards in their hands and, um, they still wanted to be in the theaters and now they get the best benefit. They get to release things earlier while they still have the audience's retention while their marketing dollars are being put to better use. And at the same time, they still get to go into AMC theaters, which is probably the biggest brand of movie theaters in um, in the United States. As far as I've, I've only ever seen AMC theaters, uh, except a couple drive-ins here and there when I visited. Um, so that is very interesting. That is, is a very interesting case study. And I think that a lot of people predicted this was going to happen, especially when COVID-19 happened and people realized theaters were closed and that industry was going to be impacted. Um, it's, yeah, it's very interesting. It's very interesting to see that and to see that basically, you know, how you see a movie and then four months later you can buy the DVD. It's going to be more like you see a movie, two weeks later you can buy, three weeks, four weeks later you can buy a DVD and like if you really enjoy it like i loved watching um avengers endgame and i waited i think maybe four four and a half months for the dvd like set to come out so i could um so i could own a copy of it um yeah i think i don't remember the exact time frames but that that is the point the point is is that this is going to be a shakeup for that industry now theaters Actually, let's stick on theaters and then we'll jump back to like production houses and actual the you know, the people producing these movies. And um, yeah, because we're talking about the distributor and we talked about the effect they have, but I wanted to put some numbers to it. Um, so just to kind of um, uh, give you some numbers. To t- so in Q2 of uh, 2019, um, million was the total revenue um, that was generated in that time by Cineplex in Canada. In that same time, in Q2 in 2020, 
they only made $22 million. Now, you know, like millions of dollars, millions of dollars. To state this, they had a a 95% reduction in revenue. And you can see it in their in their share prices and everything, but and they they will climb back eventually. I think people are people are very hopeful. There hasn't been as much dramatic sweeping action uh, from Cineplex as there was with AMC, um, but it's it's insane because I I expected I expected them to still have some revenue because there's a there's some places that didn't end up closing down or some places that immediately, you know, were uh, not as impacted, especially in Canada. Um, there were some locations that were more in- impacted and closed down all theirs. And so to go for a company in a year to drop 95% of its revenue is insane in, in, in one quarter. And this, I, I think, Q2 is April to would it be April to J- June, April to June, which was pretty much arguably the one of the I think the most dramatic lockdown times, because I remember I was finishing my exams in April, um, and then May and June were kind of lockdown stay at home times. So, as far as I can tell, these numbers make sense to me, and um, I think I just wanted to point out that. of this company's revenue went down the drain. Um, Yeah, and they didn't even report their attendance. (laughs) They didn't even... Oh, yeah, they sustained a total loss of $98.2 just from continuous uh, operation. So, yeah, so let's just say they didn't make a lot of money this year, but they're hoping to bounce back quick. Now... That that's kind of the distributor side. This is movie theaters. This is how movies kind of get out there, um, or at least one form of distribution. Let's take it back to these production houses. Um, and these production houses, essentially, um, they got a lot. They also, sorry, I'm trying to find the words here. They they were also affected by this but in vastly different ways depending on what stage of production you're at this may have affected you more or may have affected you less but it also came to affect movies that were stated to be released and perhaps were completed but chose not to because theaters weren't open and theaters uh are a great, you know, that's it's a distribution method. If one of your distribution methods isn't open, then maybe it's not a great time. Maybe people aren't wanting that movie at this moment. Um, and and there's a whole Wikipedia article, and I and I had like a brief skim through this because I didn't want to read the whole thing, but um, it talks about the impact of COVID nineteen on this on cinema, and um, it it talks a little bit about um early home media releases how companies like disney um uh, with their disney plus platform released some movies early to their streaming services like frozen 2 i think was the big one that i think i remember from that point so there were a lot of movies that kind of 
so basically it talks a little bit about the impact in that way. The part I want to focus on is I want to kind of go through through a list of movies I was looking forward to and um, where they are. Uh, so uh, let's start at the top here. I have a, I have a list of some movies and I'll and I'll go through and uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so first one, Avatar two, originally slated to release December seventeenth, twenty twenty one, uh, is now scheduled to be released December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. That's a whole year. That's a that's a whole year in the delay. And Avatar movies already take long. Like we we know that what's his what's the guy who wrote Avatar, uh, James Cameron. He already takes thirty six years to to write films, and that and that's okay. <laughs> um. Uh, the Batman. Uh, we got some screen tests with uh, what's his name, uh, with Robert Pattinson. Um, he, that movie was supposed to come out June 25th, 2021 is now coming out October 1st, 2021. Um, um, looking down the list, looking down the list, the Eternals. Okay. So basically anything Marvel related got pushed back. So for example, one I was really looking forward to was, um, Black Widow which uh got pushed back to november um and that 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 i've been like because i i love watching marvel movies is one thing you'll um you'll realize if you hang out with me i've literally watched the avengers movies and iron man so many times i can quote them word for word um so i was looking forward to to black widow as a because we kind of were left at this weird spot at the end of Endgame. Anyway, I'll talk more about that in a separate episode. Point is, um, Black Widow went from May 1st this year to November 6th. Uh, and quite possibly could be moved further. Um, and The Eternals was supposed to be November 6th and got moved to February 12th. Um... Uh, I saw that I saw some stuff about Godzilla versus Kong. Um, that movie is coming out May apparently. Uh, John Wick Chapter Four uh, was supposed to come out May twenty first, twenty twenty one. Has been delayed a whole year to May twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to look through the rest of this here. Shazam. I never saw it. Uh, yeah, and then and then we get further and further. But point is, I'm trying to find it. There's one. Anyway, point is, uh, a lot of movies got pushed back, and a lot of movies are are their productions were halted. A lot of shows, you know, a lot of. So, so a lot of the content, we, we haven't been getting content at the level um, that we are used to. And arguably, we're spending more time at home, or hopefully you are, or we're spending more time, you know, more of that free time that we would be doing other things. We are spending at home and watching movies and stuff. So, point I, point I wanted to make is um, that 
when we see ourselves climbing out of the pandemic in some sense, and I and I don't think it will truly happen until a vaccine is found, or if that's even possible. Um, I think that um, we're going to get an influx, like a massive amount of content. And um, as someone who likes movies, I'm excited for it. Uh, and I've been definitely been saving up my scene points. If you don't know what scene points are, they're like uh, it's like a movie rewards program, and uh, I have it linked with my with my bank, so I I get uh, points on every like transaction. Anyway, point is I have my scene points saved up. I'm 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 ready for this like massive surge of movies. I just think it's going to be interesting to see how many of those movies go to theater, how um, how long they stay in theater, um, and it'll be interesting to see those trends. And I want to revisit this topic when we kind of get closer to those things. Um, yeah, no. So um, that's yeah. So I, I definitely think that one of the the industries hit the hardest. Um, Okay, no, that sounds dumb. I don't want to compare this to, like, the healthcare system. Um, one of the industries that was affected, and, um, you know, if you're more interested in this stuff, feel free to go. I, lo- I love looking at numbers and, and looking through this, and I and I didn't want to get too heavy into the, to the press release um, for their investors report, their Q2 um, 2020 press report, but point is, is that, if you're interested in this stuff, go look at the numbers. But this industry that we all kind of, you know, subscribe or, and, you know, I hope a lot of people subscribe to because I love watching movies has been affected in some way. And we're going to see the re- like effects of that. It's unclear right now what those effects are going to be. And hopefully that becomes more clear over the coming months, uh, along with a lot of other things. Um, but yeah, so. I'm looking forward to when those movies come out and seeing um, how movies are made uh, moving forward. I'm I'm interested interested to kind of dive more into uh, COVID nineteen and and kind of do this impact of um, impact of COVID episodes. And like it just feels like a good thing to kind of reflect on because uh, uh you know we are we have a lot of time. Speaking of reflecting, uh, tomorrow's episode is gonna be really great. Um, it's going to be very rambly and it's going to be very reflective. So if you're into that kind of, you know, make sure to check out the next episode, uh, tomorrow. And it's, and I'm definitely going to do a lot of, uh, a lot of talking that one. Um, yeah. So, so this has been the daily fart, I think episode four now. And, uh, yeah, we're going to try to keep it daily, but if it don't happen, it's all good. Um, yeah, go listen to some of the older brain fart episodes. I'm still working. Like I can't find the right info on some topics for the brain fart and the brain fart episodes are like a lot longer. I'm trying to make them more structured. Um, and yeah, um, bye.